Hello and welcome to the Hype Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Safa Alchami, and stick around while I discuss mindset hacks and self-development advice that will assist you in unlocking your true potential. Welcome back to another episode. It has been a hot minute since I brought some value into your life. And boy, is this next episode going to pull you out of your comfort zone and really distinguish your autopilot. So you've heard me speak about it before. What is autopilot? Autopilot is the meaning of, for example, when you're on your way to your mother's house or someone that you know and love, you know the way, you've been there a thousand times and you start your car, you get it running, And before you know it, you're already at the destination. And you start thinking, how on earth did I get here? That is your autopilot. That is actually how I reprogram you with your subconscious mind during hypnosis. Your autopilot is the meaning and the demeanor to your expectations and your passions. A lot of the time when people come through my door, they are in autopilot. That's the whole point as to why they come to me. They are doing their habits out of just habit. They're doing everything that they can to work with whatever they got and whatever they know best. And true learning is when you get out of that autopilot. And how do you do that? What are you doing right now that you do so well? If you're a mother and it becomes day to day, all your days are wrapped up within each other, you're not learning, you're not growing, you're not doing anything even close to your potential. That is autopilot. That is why you start worrying about petty shit. Yes, that's why you worry if your husband didn't get you coffee on the way home. Or that's why you worry if someone didn't fill up your car petrol. That's why you worry about the small, minuscule issues in your life. It is because you're on an autopilot. And that is why and what we're going to speak about today. The topic of today's podcast is, what would you do if it was your last day on earth? Yes, I know. It's very confronting. How would you spend your last day on earth? Sadly, many of us actually don't even know if it is our last day on earth. Not many of us get a warning. I mean, if you have a like cancer or if you have an issue or a disease and you get that warning, then you are amongst the very few. But many of us die without any expectation, any explanation, and any warning. My question to you is, think about how you're living your life now. No matter how you're living your life now, if it was your last day on earth, and you knew today was your last day, what would you be doing? How would you spend that last day? If you had the last month, you were only living for that six months. I know many people, that get a warning that they will die in six months time so they go and sell everything that they have everything that they you know they have ownership of and they go and travel the world and truly understand life as what it is and sometimes they don't even die in six months what if you had six months to live what if you had 24 hours to live how would you live your life how you live your life would actually depend on what you're doing right now in order for you to change it that is the imprisonment that your comfort zone keeps you in. Sadly, if you're like me, 
I was in autopilot from different times in my life, different aspects, different, you know, positions, different, different, you know, times in my life where I was in autopilot when I first had my first child and the day started to get wrapped up against each other. That was autopilot. When my business started to get really, really, really good, I was in autopilot. There are times in your life where you become autopilot. You do everything automatically. You know it so well. You know the way to your child's school so well. You know the way to your mom's house so well. That is autopilot. But what if you're living your life in autopilot? That is your subconscious programming. The reason why you suffer from anxiety is because you do the habit so well. The reason why you suffer with binge eating is because you do this habit so well. The reason why you procrastinate and you get overwhelmed is because you do the habit so well. So what I'm doing here is I'm pushing you against the comfort zone, against what you're thinking, against the grain, to push you out of your comfort zone so you can create the pivot point in your life. That is what we're doing here today. So my first question to you guys is, what would you do if it was your last day on earth? How would you spend it? Who would you see? I was asked this probably last week and I asked myself, okay, if it was my last day on earth, what would I be doing? And I said to myself, well, I cannot control if I was to die. You can't control it, guys. It is the only thing that is guaranteed in this life, death. It is the cold, hard truth. Death is the only thing that is guaranteed beyond reasonable doubt to us. So, yeah, you're going to have to be comfortable for death. Every single day you wake up with the possibility of you not, so you go to sleep without the possibility that you're going to die. That's the truth. That's the cold, hard truth. It is inevitable that we are going to die. So every single day on this earth, we are out. We're numbered. They're numbered. From the moment that you're born, you have a specific amount of days to live on this earth. Some people die of old age. Some people die as babies. And some don't even live at all. Drake says it best. Everyone dies, but not everybody lives. Go back to what it means. What does it mean not when everyone lives? Well, there's two reasons. Not everyone has a chance at life, actually lives their life to the fullest potential. But not everyone actually gets the chance to live in this life. That is the cold, hard truth. And the faster you understand that, the faster you're going to be like, okay, well, what on earth am I doing? In your job right now, do you love it or do you just do it so you can get paid? If you were to get, do something for free for one year before you get paid, what would it be? And the funny thing is I did coaching for one year for free before I started my business, before I realized that this is what I wanted to do. And I did it just because of it, because I wanted to give out to the greater good. I did coaching for free for one year. Rather than coaching individually, I would coach in groups, in communities. I gave out my time for free. And that is how you figure out what you want to do so well. You're going to have multiple passions. You're going to have multiple strengths and multiple weaknesses. Your job is to figure out which one you want to go in. And yeah, which one works for you at that time frame with whatever you're dealing with. Some things will fit into your time frame. Some things won't. Some things will be hard to acknowledge and achieve, and some things won't. Some aspects and some strengths will come to you very easily, and others won't. That is the cold hard truth. The world is not supposed to be fair. 
Tell me where it says in the rule book of life that life is supposed to be fair for everyone. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not supposed to be fair. And that's the unfairness of the fairness. The world, your life is not supposed to be fair. So you're going to have to deal with things that you don't want to deal with. You're going to have to have challenges that you can't even understand to grow you in aspects that you don't even want to. It is a sign if you're listening to this podcast episode right now or this video on YouTube. You are meant to grow beyond reasonable doubt to your next expectation, next point of life. And the way you do it is you challenge yourself beyond reasonable doubt. Let me tell you, and this is from personal experience. Some of the most hardest times in my life, some of the times where I was pushed against the ground, some of the times where I was pushed against a rock in a hard place, transformed me in ways that you can never imagine. You only see the part of me that shows up each and every single day, my personal social media, but you don't actually know me personally until you do. You don't know what I deal with. You don't know the demons that I battle. And that's the thing with everyone. Everyone is going through their own shit. Acknowledge where you've been and foresee where you want to go. I did this in my hypnosis, in my event. So two weeks ago, I held my first ever event. And it was my first ever event for myself, my event. And let me tell you, it was transformational. A a goal that I made five years ago played out today. In that moment, sorry. Well, I say today because in my mind it's right here right now because I'm actually imagining myself right there. But that I've rehearsed in my mind so many times I knew what it looked like. And I'm not even finished yet. I'm only getting started. When I did this hypnosis, I told the audience to go and find their future self five years from now and tap them on the shoulder and become them. So go and close your eyes right now. And imagine yourself five years from now. What does she look like? What does he look like? What are they doing? What are they achieved? What are they achieving? Where are they? What do they have? What kind of personal qualities do they have? What kind of challenges have they overcome? Become them. Be one with them. Be one with that person. Become that person. And allow it to flourish with inside you just like a flower does. We cannot control what we get challenged with with life, but we can control our response to it, okay? So where would you spend your time? What are you doing now that you should not be doing? If it was your last day on earth, would you spend it in the mosque? Would you spend it in the church? Would you do acts of worship? Would you give? Would you give out to charity? Would you create more than you can imagine? What would you do? Would you spend it with family? Would you travel the world? Would you do exactly what you're doing right now? What are you doing if it is your last day? And what are you achieving that shouldn't be achieved? What are you doing right now in this moment that you should not be doing? It doesn't matter if the house is dirty. It doesn't matter if someone upset you. I'm sure if it was your last day on earth, You wouldn't even give a shit. You wouldn't even care. So live your life like that. Figure out what really matters to you. What are you changing? What really matters in your life? Your children, your family, 
Are you going to be running from ends of the earth to try and provide for everyone in your family? Are you going to travel the world with the whole family? What should you be doing that you're not doing? I really want you to get out of autopilot. You've done autopilot so well for a long period of time. I want you to get out of autopilot. That's why therapy is your first step to get out of autopilot. Because remember when I explained to you, your language is subconscious. You don't really have to think about what you're saying. My job as your therapist is to figure out the red flags in your language so I can figure out what kind of therapy techniques are going to be working for you. So let's take small steps out of your autopilot. If you're driving to work, take a different route. If you're driving to your mom's house, take a different route. It will force you to be off autopilot. A lot of the reason people love Navigator is because it allows them to be on autopilot. When they're scrolling through Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, you're on autopilot. Yeah. Get out of autopilot and it starts with small habits. Before you even get to the big habits, it starts with very small habits. If you, when you're getting off autopilot, you want to do the small changes so you can make the big changes. So if you're stuck listening to music, listen to podcasts about self-growth instead. If you're cleaning and you're cleaning and cleaning to avoid, how about you face the challenge that you're avoiding? How about that? Do that. I think that's better than you avoiding the challenge in the first place because your subconscious programming coping mechanism that you do on autopilot is escapism or perhaps it's numbing or avoidance or self-soothing. You do that so well. Go the other way and it will force you to be a little bit uncomfortable, but I promise you in the end, it's going to be worth it. Yes, get used to getting out of your comfort zone. Get used to challenging yourself every single day. And I say this to my clients, if you want to get out of autopilot, and I'm going to give this to you as well. If you want to get out of autopilot and if you want to face your fears, you need to do one thing that scares you every single day. So Safa, what do you mean by that? Well, if speaking to large crowds scares the shit out of you, then do that once a day. If speaking up for yourself scares the shit out of you, then do that every single day. If ordering your own coffee, yes, I have I've done this before and I've witnessed people get scared of ordering their own coffee so they let their spouse or their partner or their friend to order their own coffee, you do that. Every single day, you should do one thing that scares the shit out of you because that is growth and forces you out of autopilot. There is a reason why the graveyard is the most richest place on earth. It's where dreams go to die, ideas go to wallow away, and where people died in their comfort zone. The graveyard is the most richest place on earth. It's all the have-beens, the should-ofs, the would-ofs, the could-ofs. There is a reason why the graveyard is the most richest place on earth. It's because where dreams go to die and people die inside their comfort zone. So people don't really live. If you're on autopilot and you're doing the exact same shit all over again every single day, day in, day out, you are not living. So you can already say you're already dead, sadly. Yes, cold, hard truth. You are already dead. So my question to you is, what are you going to do today to change that? It all starts with small little increments of changes. Every single moment, 
you make a decision on whether or not you're going to succumb this challenge or fall into your comfort zone and collapse and crawl into your little ball and kind of defense mechanism. My last question to you is, are you really living for yourself or are you living to please for others? And where is that going to get you? What kind of person would you be if you stopped listening to those people and stop allowing these people's stupid bullshit phases, phrases, negative connotations and their opinions of you dictate where you go in your life? Do you stop doing other people? Stop doing and living your life for other people because I'm sorry, you are going to be in your graveyard and no one is going to care. Yeah. I think I heard this from a death doula herself. She said, on average, people visit the grave of their loved ones for about maybe average three or four years before they move on. That is the average. So what are you going to be remembered on earth for? What would you have achieved? Where is your legacy? Where is your legacy? What are you achieving right now that you can be proud of? And are you living to your fullest potential? Yes? Great, keep going. No? Then this podcast would have been triggering. And triggering is the first sign of growth. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this podcast episode helped you in any way, please share it on your socials. You can find me on IG, Safa Alchami. TikTok, The Alchami Life, and you can book to work with me personally through my website, thehypecoach.com. I look forward to working with you. Let's grow.